Hello and welcome to Redgate and Wolf. We're a Monster of the Week actual play podcast. I am your host and keeper, Sarah, and I am joined today by Celeste. Hello, my name is Celeste. I play Marie Redgate, the Crooked. Awesome. And Sean. Hello, I'm Sean. I play Angus McRae, the Monstrous. And our special guest, Rosie. Hey, everybody. I'm Rosenbagger, aka Rosie. You can find me on Twitter at Rosenbagger underscore UDG. And I am playing Jack Steele, the Initiate. Told you my Twitter. Also, I'm part of Untitled Dice Game, guesting today on Red Gate and Wolf. So I kind of read through the handbook a little bit more before we started recording. For those of you who are listening, that's the Monster of the Week handbook, which you can go to our website, redgateandwolf.com, and uh, click on the little thingy there to, to support us. We'll get some affiliate funding. Yay! Anyway, so hopefully I do a better job of being Keeper this time around. We'll see. When last we met, Angus and Marie joined the hunt for a missing teen girl. The very one Angus had killed and whose body he had dumped into the river near the old Lady Land Bridge. While searching the river upstream near the mountains, the duo are attacked by an algae creature, aka the algae gator, that is quickly dispatched by none other than Marie's old high school sweetheart, Jackson Steele. He reveals he's part of the Vampiric Assemblage, a secret sect that drinks blood and performs magic and that is also there to retrieve something Marie stole. Also of note, Marie entered into the employment of Angus's Mr. Ephraim and into a pact with a demonic imp. Angus is very worried about Meadow's state of mind, and Meadow has just run down the stairs, exclaiming, Blood! So much blood! What do you do? Running upstairs? I'm going to pat the stage out. <laughs> you paint the sage out. Uh, Meadow grabs the first aid kit, turns around and follows Marie up the stairs. She says, next floor, next floor. You you find a single door upstairs on the, the top floor. Uh, it's open. And inside you see Jackson sitting cross-legged on the table with a book out. Did you also have your sword out? The sword is in front of me, like on the table as well, just like as a... Like, I always have it, like, within arm's reach uh, when doing these sort of things. Yeah, I missed that. He's sitting on top of a table. Yeah. It's like uh, like a low coffee table, but it's big. Like uh, I don't know. So I got I the fancy room. You guys make your way to the door. You see Jackson sitting cross-legged on top of a table with a sword laid out in front of him. He is shirtless, covered in tattoos, and bleeding from... A wound on his chest, apparently. Oh, and his eyes are black. Cool. That's normal. Is there anything else in the room? Yeah, there's like a there's a bar fully stocked. There's uh there's like really cool paintings on the wall, all Jimi Hendrix stuff. Totally. There's actually a second, like we can call it like a dining room, but like a sitting area with a balcony. Are any of the windows open? Like, has anyone been in here? That we can tell i do not know i am uh busy at the moment can, can we tell where the wound came from this does sound like you're investigating yeah i was just gonna ask if you wanted to investigate a mystery yeah i got a nine if angus wants to help out though you could potentially get a 10 angus isn't there yet he's not 
He's still running up the stairs. Okay, so two questions. No, one question, isn't it? Yeah. What do you want? What happened here? It looks like he was performing some kind of magic ritual. Perhaps it went wrong. You're not sure. There's blood. The blood does appear to be coming from one tattoo over his heart. I'll let Meadow and Angus have a turn. (laughs) Meadow will come rushing in and just start throwing things out of the first aid kit. And then she's all like, oh, I am so high. And then she'll slap just her bare hand over the wound. And she starts spacing out in front of you. Angus, by the time you come up the stairs behind her, you notice that Meadow was in a very similar position to what she was in when she was supposedly healing Marie at the end of the last mystery. Oh, not this again. What happened, Marie? Did you stab the guy? Oh, I might want to, but that's not what happened. Um, like he was doing maybe a ritual that maybe it went wrong. I don't know much about this kind of stuff. Um, a ritual? What is this guy into? I don't know. We'll fucking look at him. Speaking of, can I, like, shake him? <laughs> Just slap him out of his trance or whatever? Sure, if you want. Do you want to literally slap him much like you did Angus um, a week or two ago? I mean, you don't have to climb on top of him, but... I forgot that happened. Um, I'll start with, a, a like, a nudge on the shoulder. And if no response to that, then I'll slap him. No response to the nudge on the shoulder. Yeah, I'll slap him. Okay. Jackson, you were slapped across the face. You were struck by Marie. I turn to her with eyes still black, still bleeding from my chest. And, like, do we still hear this noise? It eventually stops. So I turn to Marie, eyes still black, and all I say is, it knows where we are. It's coming. My eyes come back to, I stand up from the table, and you can see that there's clearly no wound on my chest. And I walk over to this cigar box that was sitting on the desk in the office in this hotel room and just pull out just like a blunt. Like, I just pull out, like, pre-rolled. I just got a bunch of them in there. I sit down on the steps leading up to it and light this and just, like, start rubbing my temples while while smoking. What the hell was that? Hold on, Meadow, thank you so much for your help. Um, You should probably go back downstairs and just make sure no one has wandered in at the bar. Hi, Meadow, maybe you should go downstairs. We, uh, we got from here. I think it's kind of side eyes towards Jackson. Meadow's just kind of staring, staring at the blood on her hand. And then she, she looks up at Jackson and then stares down at the blood at her hand and then back at Jackson and she kind of frowns. And then she comes over and just wipes her bloodied hand on the back of his shoulder to get it all off. As she's wiping it, I put my hand on her hand on my shoulder and, like, thank her. You probably don't want me to keep this. And she makes sure she wipes it all off onto you. And then she abandons the first aid kit and just goes downstairs. And I ask her if she could just bring me another one of those drinks. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Sure. Yeah. Once Meadows out, Angus will look around between Marie and Jackson and ask again, what the hell was that? You want to explain what's going on? I had a vision. 
it's uh well no reason keeping everything a secret from you but obviously this organization i'm with we've unlocked certain secrets of our universe and some of the others as well i've been shown the river just before you and marie got there there's something with the algae it's not right i no kidding it's aware now so you're saying it's where algae it's aware algae uh you said um it's coming yeah and it's quick it's the next morning what do you guys plan to do are we all like snuggled up in jackson's room or how did that work out you can use the guest bedroom in my suite Sure, if you want. You t- you tell me how this works. Yeah, I could say we're all waking up and like... Uh... In the same bed? No. I wake up in the master bedroom. I imagine uh, Meadow has brought us all breakfast. Sure, she just let herself in and uh, there's breakfast on that big table you had been bleeding on earlier. <laughs> Don't touch the jelly. It's not cranberry sauce. I don't know, the wolf might actually like that. Dogs like that kind of stuff. For for those who are listening to the audio version of this podcast, uh, Sean is basically pantomiming over here. You're getting all sorts of facial expressions. Yeah, we're, we're ordering breakfast. And did anybody have any cool dreams? Or Oh, what is this? Nuts and berries? And oatmeal and orange juice. Well, uh, is there is there any news uh, that Meadow brings to us? Because, uh, like, I imagine Jackson is still Jax, as everybody calls him, ha- is still worn down from the previous night's events. So obviously, a wake up goes to the, uh, the stash that he has, and and you know, it's just sitting there smoking as they eat breakfast, probably before Jax starts eating, just to calm his tummy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there is no newspaper, but Meadow comes back into the room with an additional pitcher of orange juice, and she climbs on the bed and, and just starts checking you over to make sure you're okay, touching where the tattoo and the blood was. Hey. Morning, Meadow. How'd you sleep? Really well. You? I, uh, I gotta admit... After after what I went through yesterday, sleeping was not the hardest thing in the world. Uh, it took a lot out of me. Aye, so we're going to talk about that. Yeah, Meadow, what can you tell me about this nearby river? The Crosstown River. It used to actually run through the town, but it moved and so did the town. It's weird. Because water. Does anybody ever, you know, go down swimming there? Yeah, sometimes, but it's usually, like, closer to the bridge. I'm sorry, did you say the town river moved? Yeah, because, like, rivers flow, man. They are not constricted by, like, the constraints that us mere humans are constricted by. And it's just kind of moved over time. As rivers tend to. Yeah. 
but it no longer actually goes through the town like it did when it got its name. Think you could take us out there? Sure, to where everyone swims. We could start there. Okay, so that's by the bridge. Hey, Shortcake, didn't you say you came across the bridge on your way in? Yeah, there there was a bridge. Didn't really get to see much of it, though, because someone crashed into me. I hope that lady is okay. Yeah, definitely the uh, the lady. I wonder if it's the same bridge Meta is referring to. Do y'all have many bridges around here? Just the old ladyland bridge. The one on the highway. Sean, you would realize that this is right near where you hit a body. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, where Angus hit a body. Allegedly. Allegedly. I, there's something particularly need to see about that river. I'm sorry, what? Can you do that on again? I missed it because of the accent. Yeah, I didn't understand it at all. Then I'm doing it right. There's something in particular you need to see by the river. Is there something in particular you need to see by the river? Uh, translation. Well, you guys seem to have uh, quite the time crossing a bridge. Water flows under the bridge, as they say. Perhaps we need to burn some bridges, but I hope it doesn't come to that. I mean, you've always been rather good at burning bridges. I was trying to see if I can do any more bridge puns. Oh, 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 I got it, I got it. If I remember, you were the one who started that fire. Out of character, I don't know how true that is, but I'm going to say it's not. Out of character, considering how you, uh, Marie and Angus, have two different sides to the car incident story, I'm sure you could have two different sides to this relationship. Mm. That's fair. We can play this trauma out. (laughs) Uh, But as they say, that's water under the bridge now. You already used that one. I'm using it again. Maybe we can bridge the gap between what happened to you and what happened to me. I don't know how much of this is Jax and how much of this is Rosie. We'll call him A, we'll call him B. Oh, it spans both sides. We may have to suspend this, though, for a minute so we can continue. All right, I have nothing else. I'm sorry. I'll tell you what, everybody had a lot of really good bits here, but I think we'll just call it a draw. So Meadow has just started braiding um, Jackson's hair while this has been going on. But I, she's braiding his hair just randomly? Yeah, it's Meadow. Perhaps we should check down by where Marie and I were. There seemed to be some kind of creature in the water that jumped up at her instead of by the bridge. We were further down the river. Up. Well, let's head on out. Jackson, you hop astride your bike and Meadow jumps on behind you and you take the small jaunt from the Watchtower Tavern all the way up the main road and off onto a dirt road, a small little wooded area along the eastern side of the Crosstown River, just south of the Old Lady Land Bridge. She's even um, put shoes on for the special occasion, Meadow that is. Just because we're on a motorcycle or because we're going to the old Ladyland Bridge? Yes, safety on a motorcycle. She always wears shoes on a motorcycle and long pants. I literally never did that. She's not wearing long pants, no. She's still wearing that flowery, flowy dress that she seems to have an unknown number of, of different colors and stuff. And that's how we get burns on our legs. Okay, so you guys hop off your motorbike and what do you want to look at? 
like do we show up and are there any wrecked cars like this is early in the morning was there anything from the night before that happened that night no no there are no wrecked cars it doesn't look like there's been an accident or anything in maybe the last week or so i want to pull off to the side look down into the water and try to see if I see any sort of algae like I saw in my vision. But I imagine this is sort of investigating uh, the water. Yeah, you can investigate a mystery. Um, I also let you do investigate a phenomena. I'm going to investigate a phenomena. That's four. That's a fail. I'll take that XP. Sure. You look down from the bridge into the river and you can see that it's mostly clear, sparkling water down below. There's a few flecks of algae, but it doesn't seem like anything you saw in your vision. As you're watching, though, it does seem to clump together and hold position just in front of you under the bridge. You know, Meadow, this look, uh, you, you grew up around here. You, uh, you know, has this river always had algae in it? Algae. And she looks down, leans down over the bridge. Uh, she probably leans forward, but more than what is probably safe for most people. And she goes, huh, I, I don't think I've seen algae in the river before. Come to think of it, I don't think that algae's typically a, you know, a, a river sort of biological presence. Ah. Algae's a plant, right? I don't know. Maybe you should talk to Amaro's uh, mother. Hmm. She has something to do with the water. Well, might as well bring her a sample. And I go down and try to collect a sample of algae. Well, as you uh, make your way down the bridge onto the riverbank, and you're just going to wade in or what? Well, I got a canteen that I'm going to uh, lower into the water and see if I can just pick up some before it gets to where it clumps. Like, so I see all the, like, I'm imagining that I may be able to pick up some if I'm a little bit up ahead of where it's flowing. Yeah, so you carefully lean over the edge of the riverbank to lower their canteen into the water to collect some of this algae that seems to be slowly clumping together. But it doesn't seem to be slowly clumping together anymore. It seems to be very quickly heading straight for your canteen and your arm. Hmm. I sense danger. Yeah, and he ignored it just earlier, so I get to attack him. Well, I wanted to make it interesting, so I was going to I had to I had to have a bad result for my four, right? Yeah. I was very satisfied with your four. Okay, so these tiny little tendrils seem to whip out from the algae and wrap themselves around your wrist, trying to pull you into the water. Okay. You take two harm, and you are stuck fast in its grasp. I will pull out my sword and cut these tendrils. And make my way on the land as much as I can. And kick some ass? Yep. It's a nine. And that is at least three harm. Oof, three harm. You managed to slice your way through the vines that were holding you fast, 
but the algae just seems to rear back, uh, almost to regroup, to come at you again. Oh. You also take another two harm. What do you want to do? I'm unstuck, right? You are unstuck. I point out this is a tiny little clumping of algae that just seems to use itself to turn itself into a little algae vines that, that would come out and, and flick at you. What did I roll on my fortunes roll again? I rolled a, I think I got like a 10, didn't I? Remind me what the fortunes roll was again. Fortunes roll. The sect has ancient prophecies or divination techniques to predict the future. Once per mystery, you may use them. If you look at what the future holds, roll plus weird on a 10 plus, you hold three, seven to nine, hold one on a miss. Yes, you were holding something. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have a useful object ready. What a useful object would that be? Pornet. Chlorine. In the river, Meadow will have words with you, Sean. <laughs> My useful object is going to allow me to get away very quickly. There is a... You mean a motorbike? Well, no. Like a supernatural, being able to get away very quickly. Now, here's what I'm going to do. This item is going to, I'm going to be able to throw it at the algae, uh, one of these magical items. And it's almost like a grenade, but when it blows up, it freezes everything close to it. So it's going to like throw it and freeze this algae, giving me time to go away. You pull out this tiny little grenade with the tiny little pin and kind of throw it into the center of the algae and it immediately bursts up and everything in the area freezes. There's a big chunk of ice now where that water was and the algae just seems to be frozen in place like in a giant ice cube. It seems you were safe for the time being. Yes, I'm getting away with, now I guess I have a sample of this algae on my arm. Uh, I'm going to run at Meadow. Meadow, uh, we're going we're going now get on the bike uh take me to tomatoes mom and you guys hop on the bike i need you to uh i need you to call call the others let them know what just happened here while we're on the way um i don't have their number no i don't think i do uh (laughs) never mind scratch that call tomatoes mom let her know we're on the way uh just like tell me where the lab is okay well she doesn't really have a lab she kind of got fired but i know where she lives it's a start i guess you guys roar off on the bike in that direction Marie and Angus, are you guys going to the algae gator attack location? And if so, do you take anything with you? I assume we're going there. And I'm bringing all of my weaponry. You're carrying it in your bag? or Bag on the person. Got a lot of pockets, man. You can fit a whole rifle into your pocket, okay. Big pocket. Woohoo. Not typical women's clothing, then. All right, so you guys are walking? presumably because you do not have a car. Used to till someone crashed into it. Yeah, well, you'll have to talk to Joel about that. You guys retrace the same steps that you took yesterday until you finally find yourself roughly at the same spot where Marie was almost hacked by an algae gator. 
you notice that there is a lot more algae than there was last time, and it seems to have made its way up on either side of the riverbank, well into the forest and across some of the grass. What do you do? Oh, Marie, it appears to be more algae. See, it's made its way across to the riverbanks and almost into the forest itself. Very odd for algae, don't you think? Usually that's in stagnant water. You know, I don't really have much uh, experience with algae, but this seems more like a, something that moss would do. This thing doesn't look like moss. Is there a stick? I think I asked this last time. I want to poke it with a stick again. You find another stick? Yeah. Are you poking the algae that's on the ground or on the river? On the ground, like the farthest point out. I urge caution. No caution. I have a pistol in my hand. Okay, so a pistol in one hand, a stick in the other, and you start poking at the algae. What are you hoping to discover here? I don't know. Maybe, like, scrape it back towards the river, try to put it back. <laughs> um, do you want to investigate a phenomena? <laughs> or do you want to spend most of your day with one little stick trying to back this algae into the river? Let's investigate. Sure, roll for it, Sharp. Okay. That is an eight. An eight. So what are you asking? Oh, God, I didn't look at the questions. And this, oh, um, what, what could slow it down or fix it? I don't know. What do you mean, what could just slow it down or fix it? Which is it? I don't know, man. Decisions are hard. Well, you figure looking at it and poking it with a stick, it looks like, you know, maybe maybe a plant. And you know that plants don't like weed killer and that they also don't like fire because plants. But they're wet, so you're not sure. Okay. Um, is there a hardware store in town? Garden supplies? Probably, yeah, sure. As you're continuing to poke it with a stick, though, you notice that the algae is kind of sort of wrapping itself up and crawling slowly up the stick. Mm, maybe we'll drop the stick. Well, you drop the stick, but the algae keeps seeming to like be wiggling towards you, similar to a snake. Uh, Angus, I, you, we should probably go now. I, I'd agree. We go. <laughs> okay, so you guys turn tail and run? No, just walk casually. It seems to be keeping pace. Oh no. Perhaps we should see how far it can stretch. If it's away from the water long enough, perhaps it'll dry out. It's No, because it's like one long piece of it, right? Like it just keeps sort of funneling. The longer you stay to look at it, the more little pieces of algae seem to slither together, forming a slightly bigger snake. We're, like, we're out in the woods, right? We're not around people. You're not around people. I want to shoot it. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if that stops it. Okay, kick them up. That is tough, right? Or is that cool? That's tough. Tough. Six, that's a failure. That's six, yeah. All right, so as you've turned around to stop and shoot at it, another tendril that you haven't noticed whips out from the side and wraps itself around both your legs. Can I intercept it at all? Well, you could have tried to help her out. If you, Yeah, go help her out. Please. To try and get it to a seven. If you roll high enough, that's all right. What? What am I supposed to do now? 
It is a cool move. It is indeed a cool move. How are you trying to help her out? Well, it wasn't so much to help her shoot the gun, because that would be awkward and weird. It was more if I saw the tendril like shoot out suddenly, either push her out of the way or just intercept it. Pick one and roll. Just basically just intercept it and grab it before it snatches her. That sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> yes, it was. That's a five. Angus, you're able to catch sight of this tendril as it starts shooting towards Marie, and you put yourself in between her and the unknown attacker, and instead it wraps itself around your neck, grabs you, and hauls you towards the river, throat first. You take two harm. Marie, you're also grabbed and being dragged towards the river as it wraps around your leg, yanks you to harm as well. Man, this is really like worst case. Don't forget to mark experience. Remember, you can also spend luck. God, I've spent enough luck. I know, there's only so many people from your past I can throw at you, Marie. Angus is going to slice through the uh, algae with his claws that's around his neck. Okay. Kick some ass. A nine mixed success. Wait, did you just roll beard for kick some ass? Yes. Yeah, he's monstrous. Uh. It's a cool thing he has. So you slash through the vines that are wrapped around your throat, causing it whatever amount of harm that is. But it also, what would it also? Die instantly. No, it wouldn't. Do some harm. <laughs> Yeah, I just, by reading the book, I also found out you don't have to inflict harm back, but you could do something else. So I could do another harm move. I like that painting. But in the scuffle, you have um, lost your greatsword again. Didn't have my greatsword with me. Oh, what weapon did you take with you? Your claws. I can't make you lose your claws. Well, I mean, I could. But in uh, the scuffle, you are having to try and regain your breath so you're unable to act for the time being. Marie, what are you doing? I don't know. Everything seems like a, a bad option. Leading us to certain disaster. Look, man. Literally poked it with a stick. I didn't know it would do this. Um. <laughs> what did it do last time? I don't know. It got shot. It didn't do anything. Would I be close enough to Angus to try to get him out? Well, you're still being dragged towards the river at this point, so he is free. Oh. He's just down and gasping for air. Okay. Because the vines tried to choke him out, and not in a fun way. Try to mm, get the knife out and slash slash algae? That sounds weird. If you're saying you're trying to get your knife out to use it to free yourself, I'd say that would be an act under pressure. If you're doing it simply to inflict injury, then it would be kicking it. Well, yeah, I'm trying to trying to free myself. Okay, so that's a cool roll. Don't fail. I, I didn't. That's a nine. Okay, so act under pressure. Hmm. Worst outcome to pay. Hmm. God damn it, I hate these. I could say then that the, you've got a price to pay. You, you can manage to get yourself free, but you also end up slicing uh, into your so the one harm. I'll be nice. I can be nice. <laughs> Very rarely. Yeah, I know. But it is appreciated. I mean, I'll, I'll wait until the end of the mystery and then kill you. <laughs> That's fair. Angus, you see Marie being dragged past you, but you're unable to do anything because you're still trying to recover. Marie, are you going to try anything else? 
if I'm free, I'm booking it. <laughs> okay. So you've been dragged past Angus by the time you've you've been cut free and injured yourself. There's blood bleeding and Angus is just coughing. So you jump up, try and pick Angus up? Like, just get him to his feet. I don't know. There's a lot of Angus to pick up. That might not happen. I'm sure Joel could certainly try. Okay, so you cajole <laughs> Angus to his feet, and you both stumble away from the river. Yes. Putting on more speed than you did before without dallying, you make it back through the the forest uh, to the dirt road that eventually leads back to the road. Oh, <laughs> let's not do that again, shall we? Yeah, um, doesn't seem like any plant I've seen. Um... Says Nature Girl, who knows nothing about rivers. <laughs> Do you think if we get enough um, gasoline, we could like set fire to the river and you know like burn it all up? I told you she started that fire. It's <laughs> a great song. So, <laughs> you want to set fire to the entire river? I think that's a bit extreme, don't you think? Well, I mean, you saw it. Like, it kind of like chases you. Like, what happens if it gets to town? But perhaps I'll be safe. They don't pull it with a stick. <laughs> Somehow, I don't think that's going to help. Aye. Well, let's put a pin in the whole set and everything on fire. Perhaps we can get something like salt or something to put in the water. I'm sure salt will do something with the algae. Oh, so we can, we can just salt the river, but we can't set fire to it. It's, it's fine. I'm just saying, both seem equally as damaging. One is going to be more effective than the other. <laughs> Don't tilt your head at me. Aye. Well, either way, perhaps we should regroup with your boyfriend and see what he might have found out. Hasn't been that for a long time, but yeah, we should probably go find him. Oh, we, we wander town. <laughs> yeah. Go door to door. Meadow directs Jackson to a small but well-kept house uh, at the end of a grove, or a cul-de-sac, sorry for the Americans, and you guys pull up in front of the house. So I park the motorcycle out, and, like, my arm is, like, visibly stinging, like, as the algae is still, like, stuck to it. Yeah, and it's inflamed, probably, and quite red. Yes, I'm pulling out my... uh... I'm pulling out my silver knife and trying to, like, cut the algae off. Like, shaving it off, if that's a thing. Doing what I can. With some arm hairs and maybe a little bit of skin. Meadow sees what you're doing, and she's, uh, all of a sudden, she's like, Oh, I, sorry, I, I didn't notice that you'd hurt yourself. And she claps her hand over the top of, just above your wrist where it's injured. And you feel a warm tingling on your skin that, envelops the area all the way down to your fingertips mm. it kind of eases the pain and the the stinging a bit you heal one harm i guess you're still kind of unstable aren't you i guess i could make you stable instead able yeah we'll do that okay still at forearm though but stable so that's good yeah all right how did you do that she just shrugged i mean i guess weirder things have happened this lady inside, she she's an expert on plant life. Yeah. 
um, she's got a fancy job title, but she's a doctor. Well, see if she can't figure out what this algae is, because I don't think I've ever seen something like this before, especially not in a river. Okay. And she kind of skips away up the garden path to the door. And And I, you know, start partaking in something my doctor gave to me. Yep. So the door opens and you see a young man standing at the door with flaming orange red hair. And Meadow's just talking with him. He looks out over his shoulder at you a few times before he uh, heads on over. He closes the door behind him. And he comes and joins you out on the side of the road. Uh, Meadow says, you're cool. You want to talk to my mum? I just got to warn you, she's been a bit weird lately. After she got, like, fired from work. But she's always been, what do they call it, eccentric. But she's gotten a bit batshit crazy. Uh, that's all right. How old's Tomato? 18, probably. Okay. Uh, it's like... I'm not old enough to call him kid. So I say, uh, yeah, parents like that sometimes. I imagine it's been rough on her losing her job, but uh, hopefully she hasn't lost all her wits. I needed her to take a look at this, and I show him the sample of algae that I now have. He kind of glances at it, and he's like, really? That stuff again? Again? What do you mean again? What do you know about it? This is normal to you? You want to investigate a mystery? I do. I do want to investigate that mystery. Either a mystery or a phenomena? I'm not sure what question you really want to ask here. Mm. Either way, it's the same wrong. Yeah. Five. Yeah, that's a fail. Obviously. Smarto takes a look at the sample and you see the moment where the look on his face just shudders and you see you've lost him and he says... Uh, nah, man, nah, man, my mom's on medication because of this. Oh, nah, she can't see that. She can't see that. You, you've got to leave. Go. And he just turns on his heel and marches up the garden path, heading for the door. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop him from going further and going to the house. Like, I want to talk to this guy. Uh, so I guess I'm going to use some magic to, to keep him from going anywhere. Okay. Uh, that is a 10. So... What effect it was it that you were going for? Going to trap a person, minion or monster, and I am just going to stop him right in his tracks. Okay, and he does. You see him try to move a little bit confused and then a little bit unsure what's going on and frightened. So listen here, kid. And I show him like the burning marks on my arm, which is also along the lines of like a lot of really mysterious ancient tattoos and uh at this point i have my sword hanging over my shoulder and the little you know he sees this little like sushi cat chain hanging off the bottom of it i i'm gonna tell him you're gonna tell me everything about this before i go inside and that will be a charm yeah to manipulate (laughs) you're intimidating the fuck out of him yeah that's an 11 Okay. He's like, look, look, man, I don't really know the details. I just know that she was working on some plant, water, marine life or something. And then there was some kind of incident and that's what she got fired for. 
And she's just been mumbling crazy shit since, and that's why the doctor put her on medication. What makes her calm? What makes her calm? With the medication. Well. Look, she just thinks that the plants are talking to her, okay? That's interesting. Tell me more about what happened at the lab. I, I don't know. There was just something she was working on. It kind of broke containment or something, and... Uh, Someone died, and, and uh, yeah, she was fired, and uh, she came home branching and raving, and then she got really calm, and uh, I don't know, she was fine for a few days, and she got really secretive, and then, you know, she started telling me that the plants were talking to her, and I called a doctor, and uh, yeah, now she's heavily medicated, and I really don't want you to talk to her. She, she cannot see that stuff, man. And he is getting really red in the face. It's almost matching his hair color. And I say, but what about her? And I look at Meadow. What, what about Meadow? You know Meadow? Or does your mom know Meadow? I, I, I mean, I guess. I mean, everyone knows Meadow. She's, like, cool and the, the Watchtower Tavern. She, like, lets me hang out there sometimes. And... Well, I'm going to bring her in there with me. But we need to talk to your mom about what's going on with this algae. It's getting everywhere. And if she has anything to do with this, maybe she just might be the only one who can help us get rid of it. Uh, and I start walking towards the door, and I turn around and say, don't go anywhere. Just keep going. And you, of course, know that this will last for about maybe a, a half an hour. <laughs> That's all I need. And you hear him shouting and, and calling out curse words and stuff as uh, you and Meadow walk into the house and uh, shut the door behind you. Neato. Jump to the other two. What, what are you two doing? Where are you going? Where are you regrouping, supposedly? I don't know. Did you want to call Jackson? <sighs> yeah, she still has his number saved. I mean, I don't know if he still has the same number, but I can try. Oh. I'm surprised you actually still have his number. No answer to that. Just dial. Just dialing. Uh, did you change your number at all, Jackson? After you uh, fell off the face of the earth? Nope. Still on the parents' family plan. We just figured that it would be cheaper that way, since uh, I was already on there. If I was going to get my own line, it would be much more expensive. Unfortunately, the initiate. Uh, I am not at the level yet to where I get a company phone, much less for personal calls. Uh, we actually use that app that allows your phone to be a second phone. Uh, so I only have to use Wi-Fi for, for the initiate business. That way they don't have to pay for my mobile data. Okay. So just after you've told Tomato to stay put and you're about to open the door, your phone starts ringing. Well, when we walk in, I tell Meadow I'll be right there. And I answer the phone. What's the ringtone? Yeah, what's the ringtone? <laughs> There a special ringtone for Marie? She's a brick house. They're used to, but I've gotten new, a new phone since then, so it's just the default ringtone. But uh, it was the song from Footloose uh, because we we used to watch that, and I was you know that rough bad boy, and she was she was I, I was the one her parents hated. Can you give us an example? No, because copyright. No. <laughs> Okay, so the phone rings. Mito makes a way forever into the house. I answer it. What's, what's going on? I definitely have updates. Hey, uh, where, where are you? Kid Tomato's house? I don't know who that is. 
Do you have an address? Uh, I opened the door. Hey, kid, what's your address? Fuck you! Did you get that? Yeah, I'll put that on the GPS. Whereabouts is it? Like, north-south? I'm just going to send you a, a ping on the, on the GPS. Okay. Uh, so I put you on speaker and I started doing the ping thing. No, you, you're getting hung up on. Fair enough. And I think to myself, huh, she kept my number. And uh, we, we go to the ping. And we go to the ping. That sounded like it went well. Do you like to eavesdrop a lot? Let's go. Oh, Stella, like here. Yeah, whatever. And Marie's going. Okay, so you guys toddle on over to the ping location given. You see uh, Tomato, who you recognize from the beginning of the mystery, who was handing out the flyers about Nikita. And he just seems to be facing the door, standing there in the middle of the garden path, re- realizes there's someone behind him, and he just sighs. <sighs> Oi, are you Tomato? Yeah. Is there a boyfriend in here? What? Her boyfriend. You mean the dickhead with the braided hair who is a dick? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he's inside. Can you tell him to get the fuck out of my house and leave my mum alone? Yeah, we'll we'll just we'll go in there and then yeah, we'll we'll give him the message. I'll pat him on the back and go in. <laughs> Kinda stumbles forward, but his feet stay in place. What's he doing with your mum? Shit, now I want to know. Oh, my God. Uh. No, I don't want to know. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, just go. Get him out of there. I don't know if I want it anymore. Marie, is this standard practice? Look, there's only one way to find out. Like, at the door, opening it. Going in. Make an entry. So you guys walk into what on the outside looks like a very well-kept house. On the inside is like a hoarded situation. It is dark. There are tall piles of all sorts of things lined up on either side of the entryway and just through the door. What kind of things? What things do you think you see there, Sean? Piles of botany magazines, old flower pots. Sure. Well, this place has seen some better days. Yeah, um, do we hear any, like, talking conversations? You think you hear Meadow up ahead, and she sounds like she's trying to placate someone. Like, calm down, Dr. Bloomfield. Like, he doesn't mean to hurt the little plant things. Maybe we shouldn't talk to her, because we hurt the little plant things. Um, we'll, we'll go join that. As you walk into maybe a bedroom, you're not sure. You see a a woman probably in her 50s with graying long hair, just loose and scraggly. Uh, She's wearing a plain gray smock and she's cuddling algae in one hand while she's also smacking jacks over the back of the head with a magazine. Jax is just saying, like, listen, listen, the, the algae attacked me. Did you poke it with a stick? Did you provoke it? Just, oh, my poor, poor baby. Why would I poke it with a stick? I don't know. Why would you do anything to it? Smack, smack. I was just trying to get a sample. I wanted to bring it to you. Boy, boy, what's going on here? Who, who are you? 
What are you doing in my house? Where's my son? He's standing in the front yard. Yeah, he's like weeding the weeds or something. <gasps> he's such a good boy. Yeah, seems like a good kid. Listen, we just came here to find out what it is and what it can do. And perhaps uh, why it would be attacking people. It's LG! It just wants to be left alone. It just wants to grow. What? What is wrong with you? Drops the magazine and backs up. I don't think I've ever seen Algae aggressively come after someone, despite being poked with a stick. I mean, who would do such a thing? Such an odd thing to do. Are you trying to get her to do something? Or, I mean, you're obviously battering her up. Just, you know, making general conversation. Um, you could investigate a mystery or a phenomena if you want. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. One of you could roll for that. The other one could help out if you'd like. So sharp for investigate a mystery and cool for whoever's helping out. I don't know what to do here. I'll try to investigate. Okay, sure. So, Sean, you get to roll cool. All of my rolls are cool. It's a seven for me. That's a ten for me. So, obviously, you get one question you can ask the Jackson. What can hurt it? And because... Angus has been buttering her up with that, you know, oh, who would want to hurt a thing with a stick or anything like that? She says, well, there's, there's all sorts of things that could help the al- hurt the algae. I mean, but why would anyone want to use weed killer or fire on it? Oh, aye. That's a bit crazy, setting everything on fire, don't you think? Yeah, especially in water. I know, right? It's a strange, outlandish thing to do. It's just a poor, poor plan. It just was trying to make its way in the world. Why? Yes, by eating people on a saw. Eating people on a saw? What? Sure, sorry. Why? You just walk along the shore. I reached out and tried to kill my friend here. Oh? Why? What did you do to it? You know, let's not get into specifics. Um... Well, there must have been a reason why it didn't like you. She was merely peeling into the water. Peering into the water. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not like peeing. How, how would anybody know what it wants? Is there a way to communicate with it? Like, it's, it's algae. If you listen closely, it does tell you what it wants. Can you show us this? You want a manipulator? Yeah. Phrasing. Yes, manipulator into showing you how plants talk. I'm nine. What are you going to do for her to convince her to do it? Oh, my goodness. Well, since said that uh, you've been taking all sorts of medicines, how about a more, close out a baggie, plant-based remedy? Do seem big into plants. I'm going to decide on whether she has a problem on setting plants on fire <laughs> for her own benefit or... That's bad. The fact that it got killed or... Cultivated and harvested. Yeah, (laughs) which kind of flies in the face of you getting a nun. Well, she's wearing clothing. True. I mean, I could always have her not wear clothing. I mean, her eyes widen as she realizes what it is that's in the Ziploc baggie you've got there. Well, I mean, that could help. Yeah, well, 
Do you have a look around the clearly like the messiest place I've ever been in? Is there any way we could anywhere we could sit down? She just kind of shoves over a pile of magazines and reveals a couch. Well, let's get to it. I feel like I would have a travel bowl I could pull out of my pocket, or maybe Meadow has something readily available. Probably not on her. I mean, she wasn't prepared for this. She doesn't really have anything on her. I mean, she put shoes on. This is this is big for me, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I pack it and hand it to her and await her whatever it is she's going to do. Okay, so she lights up. How take? Hands it back over to you. Gestures for you to do the same. I do. Then pass it to Marie. Yeah, pass it to Angus. Angus looks at it, having no idea what it is, and attempts to take it. You appear taking, or just passing it along? Or taking. Okay, sure. Cuff a little. Pass along to Mita. Okay. Takes it as well. Uh, Dr. Bloomfield holds up the algae that she's been cradling in one hand. She holds it up right in your face, so you're both staring at it on either side of her palm. She opens her mouth to speak, and then just blows the algae into your face. Oh dear, will we lose our guest? You'll have to wait until our next episode to find out. Sean, Celeste and I hope you're still enjoying the sticky situations their characters get themselves into. You've probably realised by now that that's always going to happen. What would you do to have a character named after you? Luckily for you, it's nothing dangerous or time-consuming. Just find us on Twitter. We're at Redgate and Wolf, all one word, and retweet our pinned tweet. It's so easy. Once you've done that, your name will go onto a list, and whenever I need to name a character, I'll pick one from there. No promises it'll be yours, but it's better than not retweeting. For more information about this podcast, the characters, our social media details, and other ways to support us, check out our website, redgateandwolf.com. And if you haven't already, hit the follow or notification button on your fave podcasting app. Well, I think that's it. All that's left to say is, thanks for listening. One more thing. Let me hype Party Advantage. They're a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast. And just like Angus and Marie, these characters also find themselves in all kinds of shenanigans and harrowing adventures. Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to Party Advantage, a D&D play podcast. Join the Ram Pack as they travel across the lands and kingdoms of Arius, finding adventure and shenanigans. We're going to protect you, okay? Are you scared of witches? Yeah. We're the ones that ate my weasel. Who is going to be leading the expedition? I'm tiny, and I lost my ferret last episode, so. I'm baby. I swim back, because I'm in danger. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. I wanted to swim out and climb it and attacking it. And you're like, yo, you're dumb and stupid and dumb. I know our healer's in the air 200 feet. Tune in every other Wednesday on your podcast platform of choice. Will these adventurers find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.
Nah, I have nothing else. I'm sorry.